Awesomes. We have another extra awesome for you today. I have here with me one of my favorite readers and regular Sort of Awesome co-host and the host of the Smartest Person in the Room podcast, Laura Tremaine. And back by popular demand is our Book of the Month Club preview episode. We did a few of these last spring. Then we took some time off over the summer, and then we had many listener requests to bring back these little preview shows. So, Laura, here we are. I'm glad that we're doing this, actually. They help me talk through my Book of the Month selection, but me personally. Exactly. Laura and I both are members of Book of the Month Club. And every month, for those of you who aren't familiar with it, Book of the Month releases five titles that you can get ahead of time. They're books that are coming out during that month. You can order them through Book of the Month Club, get them a little bit early. And the Book of the Month Club is great if you're a reader and you love to keep up on the books that are coming out during the year. If you like to read current fiction, it's a fantastic way to do that. You, when you sign up, the first month is $5, then it's $14.99 a month after that. And if you sign up for more months, they discount your monthly rate. And yeah, it just gives you a chance to kind of pick out a brand new book every month and keep you in the loop of the most talked about books of the year. So I want to state for purposes of transparency that we are Book of the Month Club affiliates. So we do get compensated if you sign up for Book of the Month Club after going to sortaawesomeshow.com slash book of the month to sign up. So Laura, we have five books to preview Let's give the people what they want. (laughs) Okay, but wait, before we get started, I remember, Laura, in one of our past preview episodes, you mentioned that you were going to skip a month, which you can do with Book of the Month Club, because you had a huge to-be-read pile stacking up. And I have to tell you, I can kind of relate to that, because last month, I picked Fierce Kingdom, um, a new thriller novel released from Jen Phillips. And I haven't, I haven't read it yet. I haven't even opened the book yet because my to be read stack is so huge. And I've heard so many great things about Fierce Kingdom, but I haven't even had a chance to start it yet. So I was wondering what you've picked recently and if they were hits or misses for you. Well, I took a month off. I guess that was July. I can't remember. No, I think I took June off and then I accidentally took August off because I just fully missed the window. You only have until, you know, the first six days of each month to make your selection. And I had house guests and I was, I think we were at the beach. I don't know what I was doing, but before I knew it, I had totally missed the selections for August, which I heard were really, really good. So I'm sort of bummed on it. Although you can always go back and add a book from a past month for $9.99 if you really have one that you really want. So I skipped August on accident. I did choose a July book. I think this was July and not June. And it was called American Fire by Monica Hesse. Oh, right. Yes. I remember. I think we even talked about that one. So did it turn out to be good? It did. It was short. It's a nonfiction sort of about a series of arsons that happened in Virginia, like a lot of arsons, like 90 structures were burned down. So it was true crime. It was not very long. I thought it was really interesting. It's very well written. Monica Hesse writes for the Washington Post, and you can tell she's a very good journalist because it was really engaging, even though like I don't I read a lot of true crime and you know, arson isn't usually one that's like <laughs> Right. No, it's not. It's very rarely covered in yeah. true crime. Yeah. And definitely. it wouldn't because it's not really um 
that compelling in a certain way, especially because the things that were being set on fire in this story were all like almost empty structures. Like it wasn't, mm, you know, there right. wasn't a lot of um, death. It was mostly just damage. Anyway, it, I thought it was very well written and a really interesting commentary. I think it was originally a long form piece for the Washington Post and – I feel like that was probably better. Like, I'm not sure we needed a whole book on it. Mm, sure. Right. Uh, but I was glad I read it. Like I said, it was it was a quick read and very well done. But, you know, it, that's a lot. You know, several hundred pages on on arson is like a, a lot. <laughs> that's a lot to cover. For <laughs> right. sure. For sure. Okay. Well, good to know. I have, I have since heard good things about that one. So, I mean, and that's the thing with Book of the Month. You just kind of look at the list, you look and see what other readers are saying about it, and you take a chance on it. And because the Book of the Month Club judges take a long time to, you know, sift through new releases and pick books, they're they're often outstanding books. Sometimes you're going to get a miss or two. But, you know, over, overall, they, they really are books that people have really responded to. I will also say that a few weeks ago, early in August, you and I did an episode, episode 108 of Sorta Awesome, about yes. the best books that we've read this summer. Since that time, like literally in the last two or three weeks, I have read several really good things already. Oh. So I am excited to do another book show in a few months. And then also, I also write um, Everything that I've read, whether I loved it or not, in my secret posts that come out once a month, you can sign up for those by going to lauratremaine.com. Mm -hmm. But I'm, I've really read some good stuff lately. So I more book talk is on the way for us. I'm very excited to hear that. Uh, I, I didn't even know that you had more that you're like feeling pretty pumped about. So I can't yes. wait to hear about those. Good, good, good. Okay, well, let's see. Who knows? Maybe one of these off of the list from September's Book of the Month Club picks will end up on our year-end favorites. We don't know. And just as a reminder, these are not reviews, Laura, and I haven't read these at all. So we're just kind of previewing for you guys to see what you might like to pick or put on the uh, hold list at the library for yourself. So the first one, Laura, I have to tell you seriously, I have been hearing buzz about this book. I've been hearing advanced readers and um, literary critics talking about this book so much from the beginning of the year. Ooh. So I know it's going to be a good one. It's Sing Unburied Sing by Jessman Ward. Comes out on September 5th. It's 304 pages. Jessman Ward, if you're not familiar with her, she wrote a book called Salvage the Bones in 2011 that was the National Book Award winner. Um, she is a very, very well-known um, really, you know, just like contemporary, strong literary fiction writer uh, from the South. In this particular book, Seeing Unburied Sing, does take place in Mississippi. It has uh, advanced readers and, again, critics are saying that it really echoes um, Toni Morrison, William Faulkner, even has themes pulled in from like classics like The Odyssey. So in the book, and it's kind of a familiar conceit in that it's a road novel. So we have a family who literally loads up in a car and makes a long journey together. What we have here is mostly from the point of view of a 13-year-old boy named Jojo. He lives with his grandparents, Mam and Pop, and his little sister, who's a toddler named Kayla. Their mom is addicted to drugs, and so she only kind of pops in and out of their life. But when the children's father, who is a white man who has been in the Mississippi State Penitentiary, is released, 
Jojo's mom loads up he and his sister Kayla and a friend, and they set out on this journey across the state to get to the penitentiary where their father is being released from prison. So that's kind of the construct for the book. It it deals with things like poverty and racism. Um, It's definitely one of those family-rooted stories where you're talking about the love and also sometimes the hate that Mm. courses through family life. It kind of blends uh, reality with some supernatural elements. But across the board, advanced reviewers are saying, wow, about her writing, which again, she's a National Book Award winner. So she's obviously a talented, talented writer. But lots of advanced reviews are just glowing with it. And it's a difficult story, to be sure. It's dark, it's haunting, difficult subject matter in some ways, but apparently the writing is gorgeous. And again, I have been hearing about this book since the end of 2016, honestly. So I know a lot of people are anticipating this one. That sounds really, really good. The next one is one that I think a lot of listeners will be um into and anticipating. It's called Little Fires Everywhere by Celeste Ng. Oh, yes. Yeah. She is the author of Everything I Never Told You, which came out several years ago and was really, really popular. I read it when it came out. um, And I know a lot of awesomes really liked that book. I see it on lists and, and people are still reading it. A lot. And so Little Fires Everywhere is her newest. It comes out on September 12th. It's 384 pages. Oh, wow. So it is about a perfect little planned community outside of Cleveland called Shaker Heights. I've heard of Shaker Heights. There's been several pop culture things about Shaker Heights. But anyway, it has beautiful streets. All the houses are in a similar color palette. Like it's one of those like modern suburbia pretty areas. It's... um There's a rule-following wife and mother that lives there named Elena. She's the type of woman that just thrives in perfect communities like this. And her family rents a home to a new family with a single mom named Mia and a child named Pearl. And let's just say that the mom, Mia, does not conform to the rest of the Shaker Heights norms. Ooh, interesting. Okay. She kind of comes in and shakes things up, I guess. Elena, the more perfect mom, gets sort of jealous or at least curious about Mia and her shady, secretive past. And so she decides to investigate. So um, I feel like that this story has some similar themes, just on the surface from what I can tell, to Everything I Never Told You, which is about perfection shattered. So I think that people will really like enjoy her reading and really like this type of story. You know, there's like a mystery to what's going on with Mia, but then there's also like a lot of looks at um, what perfect communities, like what sort of lies underneath. And, you know, I think there's some race stuff in this story. Mm. I think there is like, you know, strife in marriages and friendships and there's a custody battle and some other things like that. It is getting really good reader reviews. On Goodreads and Amazon, it has all four and five stars. And Amy Allen Clark, who is a friend of the show, she's been on Sorta Awesome talking about books. She was on episode number 44 and episode number 69. She gave this five stars on Goodreads, and I do trust her opinion. So I know this is going to be a crowd pleaser for sure. It seems like... um you know, like a good weekend read. Yes. Yes, definitely. 
That one sounds really good. And the author is very well known and very beloved right now. So Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people will be totally into it. Um, I think another one that people will be into if you like books about food, what's (laughs) not to love there, is the next one on the list, which is titled Sourdough. And it's by Robin Sloan. It releases on September 5th. It weighs in at 272 pages, so it might be a bit of a quick read. If that name sounds a little familiar to you, it may be because his previous book is Mr. Penumbra's 24-Hour Bookstore. Oh, I read that one. Yeah. Okay. Well, this is his next release coming out this month. And um, critics are saying that he kind of, in this book, Sourdough does for the world of food, what he did for the world of books in Mr. Penumbra's 24-hour bookstore. So it follows the a woman named Lois Clary. She is a software engineer for some San Francisco tech firm, basically. And um, her brothers run a neighborhood kind of diner or bakery. And then all of a sudden, like sort of the inciting action in the novel is that they have to close down their bakery really quickly. And they leave town and they um, tell Lois, like you are in charge of this sourdough starter. So if you've ever worked with sourdough before, it's a specific kind of bread dough that you have to have a starter to build from. And so they give her their original starter to sort of trust and take care of. They have, She has to keep it alive. You have to feed it. You And they want her to like play music for it and <laughs> learn how to bake with it. And again, she has just sort of been a sort of lonely, computery type person, not many friends before this. Well, sourdough comes into her life (laughs) and she sort of teaches herself how to become a baker. So not only is she baking loaves of bread to eat for herself, but then she sort of starts bringing them into the, to the cafeteria at the software firm that she works at and things kind of bloom and blossom for Lois from there. So it sounds advanced readers are saying that it's a breezy, exciting, fun romp of a book. One reviewer said, this book will make you really crave small batch local sourdough bread. In a way, it's a love letter to the amateur bakers and local farmers who bring their wares to neighborhood farmers markets. So if you liked books like Ruth Reichel's Delicious or even Laura Esquivel's uh, Like Water for Chocolate, then this sounds like it would be a great pick for you. It's Sourdough by Robin Sloan. It seems like a big life metaphor. I think that there's a lot of metaphor baked into this. <laughs> See what I did there? <laughs> so dumb. That's what happens when you live with a 12-year-old who loves puns. You start thinking and... <laughs> Wait, only 12-year-olds? I love puns. I think they're so funny. Okay, what's next on the list? Next, I have Emma in the Night by Wendy Walker. This is like a psychological thriller. It was selected by guest judge for Book of the Month Club. They have judges that make these selections each month. This guest judge is Kristen Ritter, the actress. You might know her from Jessica Jones. I know her from Breaking Bad. Oh, right. Okay, yes. She's so good in Breaking Bad. Um, It came out earlier in August. It's 320 pages. There's not a lot of plot summary available on the interwebs, I think, because that's, you know, on purpose. They don't want you to know or try to guess the twists and turns until you're in the story. But it looks like if you like the type of thriller, then 
this might be right up your alley. And for the record, Wendy Walker is also the author of All Is Not Forgotten, which is another popular book. I have not read it, but it's now been optioned for a movie that's going to be produced by Reese Witherspoon. So she's, you know, that that caliber of a writer. The story is about two Tanner sisters, 15-year-old Cass, 17-year-old Emma, who disappeared. And three years later, Cass shows up. But not Emma. No, Emma. Oh, wow. Mm. (laughs) Um, The psychiatrist who then deals with this case can easily see that there's something about this kidnapping story that doesn't really add up. And so, you know, then the rest of the story is a chase to uncover what really happened to these two sisters and, you know, the dynamics of their dysfunctional family mm, right. um, that might have led to this situation and, and you know, kidnapping and betrayal and all of this kind of thing. So, again, like I said, not a lot of plot to know, but if you like this type of thing, I think that it would be a fun thriller read. It's almost certainly going to get a lot of buzz just because of Wendy Walker and and the type of story that it is. Well, that's interesting that that one is a thriller because I feel like the last one on the list is another that seems like it lands pretty solidly in the thriller category. This one feels like, I don't know if you would agree with this or not, but do you sometimes think there's a um, sort of subcategory of women's literature, uh, women's fiction that's like the women's thriller kind of thing? Like, it's definitely a thriller, but it's like really in in the context of like marriage problems and um, I don't know, the struggles of living in suburbia or something like that. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, like Gone Girl, for example. Which I loved. Did you read Gone Girl? I haven't read Gone Girl. I haven't. But oh this God. one is brilliant. Well, this particular book, actually I haven't even said the name of yet, is called... <laughs> It's called Lies She Told. It's by Kate Hollihan. Um, if you're familiar with this thriller genre, you may know Kate Hollihan from her previous book, The Widower's Wife. But this book, Lies She Told, comes out on September 12th. It's 288 pages. And so it's kind of a book within a book setup. So the main protagonist is named Liza Cole, and she's kind of like a one-hit wonder novelist who lives in New York City and is struggling to write her next book that, you know, she hasn't really been able to do much after her big debut novel, which did really well. And in the meantime, her husband is, you know, losing his mind because his best friend and law partner, Nick, has disappeared. And nobody knows what's going on with him. And so there's that main story that's going on. But also we follow along apparently as the the book unfolds with the novel that Liza is writing. And so there's the second story within the story. And that follows a protagonist named Beth, who is a new mom, a stay at home mom. And she suspects her husband is cheating on her. And she starts digging around and she uncovers more than she bargained for. (laughs) As she begins to find out the truth about what her husband has been up to. And so apparently as the book unfolds, Liza's real life begins to parallel what's happening in the book that she's writing, but unintentionally. And so the thriller is kind of like what happened to her husband's law partner. And then also you're following along with what's going on with the fictional character of Beth. And so, yeah. And so that's the setup for the book. And so people are saying, if you like Paula Hawkins books, if you like Gillian Flynn books, that this is a great pick 
for you, Lies She Told by Kate Hollihan. There's a lot of, um, I don't know if you would call, I don't think you would call Little Fires Everywhere by Celeste Ng that I talked about. I don't know you would call it thriller, but it does seem like at least three of these books are. Have a mystery. Yeah, like a psychological element to them, which is interesting. And no nonfiction this month. That is interesting. There's usually at least one nonfiction selection, but it's all fiction in September. So oh, also- there's also usually a, a YA. There's no YA this month either. That's true. Super interesting. Well, every month, Book of the Month offers some extras that you can toss into your box along with your selection for the month. And they have some very interesting and very good ones. In the September offerings, these are these would be great if you wanted to pick up a great hardcover book for just $9.99, which it's impossible to find hardcovers at that price a lot of the time. So one of them is from Margaret Atwood. You may know her as the author of The Handmaid's Tale. And Laura and I just did an entire extra awesome breaking down the Handmaid's Tale, the Hulu series, and Laura added her insights from having read Margaret Atwood's novel. So that is in the Sword Awesome feed if you'd like to check that out. But so her book, The Blind Assassin, is one of the September extras. Have you read that one or is The Handmaid's Tale the only one you've read? from? I've only read The Handmaid's Tale. I've been meaning to get to more Margaret Atwood. I actually have The Blind Assassin on my Kindle that i sure I bought on a Kindle deal however long ago. I don't know. Um, I think it is supposed to be, you know, one of Atwood's really, you know, finer ones, finer books. So I do want to get to it, but I, I haven't yet. Another one of the extras this month is The Glass Castle by Jeanette Walls, which is one of the best memoirs I've ever read. Of course, it's coming out as a movie later this year, but... Um, the book is, I mean, it will just blow you away. It's, um, obviously it's a memoir, so it's a true story of a woman who grew up with her siblings and parents who were increasingly mentally ill, um, eventually to the point where they were, were sort of choosing homelessness. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. so it, you know, there's a, a lot of things that go down in this story, but it is absolutely heartbreaking and beautiful and I think shows you a slice of life that isn't a story that gets told very often. Mm, right. Yes. Um, for, for lots of reasons. And so to read this memoir, I cannot say enough about The Glass Castle. It is it, it will break your heart, but it really brings a lot of insight into mental health, growing up with parents with mental health challenges, what's that, what that means for you as a child, as a family. I, I cannot recommend that memoir more than I do. So toss that in your box for $9.99 if you haven't read it yet. So good. It's a great, that's a great pick. And again, one that you could get in um, hardcover through the September book of the month. Um, And they have one more extra that they had not offered before. And that is Rules of Civility by Amor Tolls. I know you and I have both read this one. If you are not familiar, this book actually came out in um, August of 2011. And it kind of follows our protagonist, Katie, who is living in New York City in 1938. And follows her, well, it kind of starts out with her and her roommate Eve going to a 
uh, jazz bar in Greenwich Village on New Year's Eve. They meet a, a handsome young man named Tinker Gray. And from there, we kind of trace Katie's uh, observations of the upper echelons of social life in New York City in the late 1930s. And it's a really, it's a beautiful book. And um, uh, Katie's a great protagonist, a, a, a great literary character. And it's a lot of times people compare this kind of the setup of this to like a great Gatsby or Fitzgerald's mm. writing, which it's no surprise that I loved this one because Great Gatsby is my favorite novel of all time. So anyway, it's a very good, solid book, fantastic read. So be another it's one. a it's a fun read. And if you yes. this is the same author as A Gentleman in Moscow. Yes. They are very, very, very different books. So regardless of how you felt about A Gentleman in Moscow, this uh, Rules of Civility is lighter. It is more fun, quicker. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Did you read A Gentleman in Moscow? No, I haven't read it. I haven't. I was going to say, I didn't, I don't have any, this is the only book by him that I've read. And so I don't have anything to compare it to. It's, it's really elegant writing, but it is, it brings in a lot of humor and yeah, it's a, a really fun setup, but I haven't read A Gentleman from Moscow, A Gentleman in Moscow. A Gentleman in Moscow. Right. It is, I have mixed feelings about this book. The writing is wonderful. I can't say anything about the writing. It's, it's more of a character study. Not a lot happens. <laughs> like, okay. it's a little bit slow, which which oftentimes doesn't bother me. I think I just was surprised because uh, Rules of Civility is not that way. It is very um, – it, it clips right along and keeps you very interested. Mm-hmm. So even though I can really appreciate A Gentleman in Moscow, I enjoyed Rules of Civility a lot more. Totally makes sense. So we've given you guys a lot of – Things to think about as you are picking your September selections for Book of the Month. And don't forget, if you have never signed up before and you would like to find out more information about how to do that, it's really super simple to do. And if you're a book lover, if you like to keep um, beautiful books on hand, it's a great way to get the the most interesting books of the year delivered right to your door. And you have those to hang on to. Or what are you with friends? Oh, wait, what are we going to pick? Oh, Oh, I think I'm going to have to go with Sing Unburied Sing. Me just, too. Me too. Me okay. too. I don't think we've ever picked the same one. This will be interesting. I'm going to pick that one, but I think I'm going to add to my box Little Fires Everywhere by Celeste mm-hmm. Ng. You know, I was not – like, I didn't rave about everything I never told you, her mm-hmm. first book. A lot of people did rave about it. I didn't dislike it or anything. I, I just didn't rave about it. And – but I will say, with that caveat, is I still think about that book. Sometimes it comes up in oh. my mind. It has stayed with me, even though my initial impression was, I'm not sure I get all the raves on this. So that speaks to me a little bit um, about her work. And then also, the, I I really like the premise of this for some reason. And I know it'll be one that everybody's going to talk about. And I have really enjoyed with Book of the Month kind of being part of these conversations where a lot of people have read the same thing. And so people are talking about it. I like that. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I think I'm going to add that into my stack. 
Good picks. Good picks. We cannot wait to hear what you all pick for this month. So if you'd like to find us on social media and tell us what you have chosen, and you could even tell us how your past picks have turned out for you, we'd love to hear that. We're always up for book talk. So Laura, remind everybody where we can find you all around the web. You can find me everywhere by going to lauratremaine.com. But if you're on Twitter, I'm Laura Tremaine. And on Instagram, I'm Laura.Tremaine. Okay. And I'm at Sorta Awesome Meg on Twitter and Instagram. And you can also find the show over on Twitter at Sorta Awesome Pod. So thank you guys so much for listening and we'll see y'all next time. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.